0: Praise be to God, good afternoon, and thank you for joining me, Um, and I'm here to share the word of God, Um, before we do so, I just want to welcome you once more, and to say that indeed this is the month of August, and um, this is a brand new month, the first day of the month, uh, meaning there is a clean slate for everyone, Um, there are possibilities, and there is so much to be done, there are so many opportunities and their prospects, um, as well as opportunities to help and to do good. Uh, Before we get into the Word of God, I want us to pray together, all right? So I would like to invite you uh, into prayer, and then we are going to get straight into the Word of God. So let's start to pray. Um, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you and I bless you for this awesome and wonderful time. I appreciate you, God my Maker, God my Father, and God my Creator. I adore you, Jehovah, because you are good and you are great. Lord, there is no one who can compare to you, O Father, who has made the heavens and the earth. You deserve indeed praise, you deserve indeed honour, and you you deserve indeed all the adoration. Father, I find it difficult, Lord, to find words to express, Lord, how I feel about you, for my vocabulary is limited when it comes to you, Lord. Therefore, I just want to say thank you for your good, O Lord. This afternoon, my father, as you have called me, O Lord, to minister, to share the word of God with your people, your sons and your daughters. I pray that, Lord God, may you give them the understanding, give them the ability, give them Jehovah the authority in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that, Lord, as I am going to be ministering and sharing the word of God, as we are going to be opening the scriptures together, as I am going to be reading, Lord, the scriptures to them and I pray that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, may you help us, help the sons and daughters of God to interpret the word, to understand the word. For the Bible says you are a helper. So as a teacher, I ask that may you teach us the word today. Linda I understand that at this moment, Father, as people are watching, some Lord are facing different challenges, some are facing different issues. Some are facing different troubles, and some are facing different circumstances. And some are facing my father situations that are above their ability. Some are facing Lord issues that are above and beyond Lord their capability and what they are able to do. And so I pray that Spirit of God may you step in and intervene in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray those who may be in hospitals at this moment. I declare healing in the name of Jesus. Some are in mourning for the loss of a loved one. I pray that may you comfort them, console them, Christ, for you are the Prince of peace. Therefore, may you bring total peace, may you bring complete peace upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Others, my Lord, do not know what to do next. Others, my Father, are so confused that they don't know what step to take. Some, my Lord, I hear my God with a heart that is broken. Others, I hear my Father, with a heart, Lord, that is disturbed. Others are here with a mind that is uncertain, Lord, not sure, my Father, what to do next. Others, Lord God, do not even know Jehovah if they can make it, if they can continue to live. I pray that, God, may you step in in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I commit the sons and the daughters of God before your Father, and I pray that, Lord God, help them, be with them, guide them, Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Receive the praise. Receive the ona liba kamoshe de besanta Laba bakamosho do bosia Laba bakamase de besanta londo lobo komosso do bosia liba kamashe de besia Laba bakamosho do bosata c'è scontinu frame linde de pechia mosodo bosanta Laba bakamashe de besaya londo lobo do bosia lepe de besanta lo do bosata liba de besia Laba bakamosho do bosanto lobo do bosia lepe kemashe de besia Laba bakaposso do bosata Linde the leveke meshe de Vesia lava caposso de vosanto lobo commosso de vosate, liba capace de besia lava commosso de vosanto lobo commosso de vosia liba, Linde de leveke mosso de vosia lava camache de Vesia lava caposso de vosata, or oh, let's pray lean de liba commosso de de besanta lobo commosso de Bosita, liba commosso de vosanta lava camache de besia lebeke posso de vosata. Landa Lava Kamash de Besia, Lava Cabosobosia, Lebekamesh de Besata, continue praying. Linda Lebacamos Lobosia, Laba Kamashe de Besanta, Lobo Komoso Lobosata. There are times, my father, where we do not even have to shed tears. There are moments where we do not even have to ask questions. There are moments where we do not even have to wonder how or why. There are moments when we do not even have to wonder how long. But these are the times, my God, where we just surrender all to you, Jesus. These are the times where we just surrender everything before your Father. And now is such a time, my Lord, that God, I surrender everything before you. I surrender my family, my life, my marriage, my business, my work, my career, my academics, my ministry, my calling. I surrender, Lord, the lives of your people. I surrender their families, their relationships, their businesses, their jobs, their academics and everything about them. I surrender, Lord, everything, Jehovah, that God be in control. I know that there are world leaders, my father, who are perplexed at this point. They do not know, Jehovah, what next? They are so confused. They don't know where to from here. They don't know, Jehovah, how to go about it. And I pray that, God, may you, O Father, guide them in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that, God, we are not to point fingers at one another. We are not to blame, Lord, one another. Rather, we are to join hands, to hold hands, and to do this together in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, receive the honor. Receive the praise. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So, once more, um, good afternoon. And um, I am delighted, I am happy, and I am privileged as well as honored that you are taking the time to sit and watch, listen to the word of God that God is about to deliver to you and I this afternoon. And I want to say to you that you are not making a mistake and you are not going to regret this decision. Let me ask you that if you can share this with others and let them know that the pastor is live and he's about to share the word of God. All right? So the message that I'm here to speak, to teach, to preach on this afternoon is on a title, Thoughts and Perceptions. Thoughts and Perceptions. One more time, Thoughts and Perceptions. A few things I would like us to understand about thoughts and perceptions. When it comes to thoughts, these are ideas or opinions. Praise God. So when you are speaking about thoughts, these can either be ideas or they can be opinions. So when you have got ideas about life, ideas about family, ideas about marriage, ideas about finances, ideas about ministry, ideas about the word of God or the work of God, ideas about uh, politics, ideas about future destinies, plans ideas about goals, anything that is oriented is a thought. And opinions, when you have got opinions, now there are different subjects in life. There are different subjects to life. Hallelujah. As we are living, there is a subject of family. When you have got an opinion about what is happening in the family, that is a thought. When you have got an opinion about what is taking place in the economy, that is a thought. When you have got an opinion about what is happening in relationships, that is an opinion, which is what a thought. And when you have got an opinion about a career, a workplace, an opinion about how things can improve, an opinion about a ministry, a church, a servant of God, an opinion about a leader, an opinion about a friend, an opinion about any subject in life, that is a thought. And when it comes to perceptions, when you see, when you hear, When you become aware of or when there is an insight, this is a perception. And when it comes to perceptions, perceptions are based on the five senses, which are the sense of sight, meaning you're seeing your eyes, the sense of hearing, your ears, the sense of touch, the skin, the feeling, the sense of taste, the mouth, the tongue, and the sense of smell, the nose. Praise God. So when it comes to perceptions, this is from the five senses we perceive about people. We perceive about things. We perceive about certain subjects. We perceive about certain situations based on the five senses. Hallelujah. And what you realize is that the five senses are mainly on the head. Praise the Lord. So the eyes, the nose, the mouth, the ears are all on the head. Praise the Lord. And we are talking about the thoughts and the perceptions. Hallelujah. As always, every time that I post a message, there is always a line, a statement that the Lord gives me, which goes with the message. And the statement that I want you to take note of before we open the scriptures is as follows. It reads, The mind is a powerful tool, and as all things powerful in life, if incorrectly used, it can be detrimental or harmful to self, others, and the surroundings. Praise God. Let me repeat. The mind is a powerful tool. And as all things powerful in life, if incorrectly used, it can be detrimental. It can be harmful to self, to an individual, or others, as well as surroundings. So what this statement is saying is that the mind is so powerful, The mind is so strong. The mind can manipulate. The mind can guide. The mind can advise. The mind can mislead. The mind can comfort. And the mind can discourage. So what I'm saying is the mind is so powerful. And what we have to understand is that the mind needs to be controlled. The second statement and the last statement as we are opening the scriptures is as follows. Feelings are beautiful, but need to be controlled in order to get the best out of them and what is desired as well as positives. So remember, we are saying perceptions are a part of feelings. Hallelujah. But when you are speaking about perceptions, it has to do more with feelings. And what I am saying is that your feelings, my feelings need to be controlled. Our feelings need to be controlled. Hallelujah. In order for us to get the best out of them, because if we cannot control our feelings, then we are going to be subject to short tempers. We are going to be subject to jealousy. We are going to be subject to backbiting. We are going to be subject to envy. We are going to be subject to hatred. Why? We are unable to control our feelings. Praise the Lord. Now, you cannot exclude feelings from the life of an individual, feelings are part of the package. Praise God. Irrespective of you being a servant of God, irrespective of you being a leader, irrespective of you being in position, irrespective of you having authority, having power, whatever capacity or whatever title that you are holding in a society, feelings are part of who you are. Hallelujah. And what we need to do is to reach to a point where we are able to control our feelings. We don't want to come and say it was because I I was angry. It was because I, I, you know, developed a bit of jealousy. It was because I was envious. It was because, you know, I I felt like, you know, it was not okay. But we want to reach a point where we can manage our feelings, thoughts, and perceptions. Now, understanding that we all are subject and entitled to having thoughts and opinions about anything in life. There is nothing wrong with we or us having perceptions about any subject in life. There is nothing wrong about having perceptions about anyone in life. The only issue comes in when these thoughts and perceptions lead us into a place where we shouldn't be. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 55. Now let's open our Bibles from the book of Isaiah chapter 55, and I'll be reading verses 7 to 11. And the version of the Bible that I'll be reading is the New King James Version. Thoughts and Perceptions. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 7. The Bible reads, Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. Hallelujah. And he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Verse number 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be, that goes forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. Lord, this is the word, my God, that is life. the word, my God, that is active, the word that is sharper than any two-edged sword according to your word. This is the word that gives life. This is the word that heals this is the word that cures this is the word that guides this is the word that blesses it's the word that promotes it's the word that sheds light therefore thank you that lord as we dive as we read as we explore the word holy spirit i am confident that you are going to guide us that you are going to help us to understand what is in the word in jesus name i pray amen now listen we have read the book of isaiah chapter 55 from verses 7 to 11. And when you are beginning, you find that the word of God is saying, let the wicked forsake the ways of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Bible is saying only those who are wicked are able to forsake the ways of the Lord. Hallelujah. And when you read on, it it says the unrighteous man his thoughts. So any man that is unrighteous, any man that is not willing to do what is right before God, then he disregards the thoughts. And the part that is fascinating is, as you continue to say, is let him return to the Lord. And what you will realize here is that anyone who you regard as wicked, anyone whom you are calling a sinner, anyone whom you are calling a non-believer, anyone whom you are calling a, a terrible person, Anyone whom you are placing any label that you can think of in life, according to the word of God, the Bible says they belong to God. Because the Bible is saying, let him return to the Lord. Now, you cannot return to any place where you were not originally. You cannot return to anyone whom you were not already with. Hallelujah. That word return is a place where you are returning, a place where you are going back. Hallelujah. A place where you are getting back in a position. A place where you are getting back in a place. Hallelujah! So the Bible is saying that irrespective of the labels that we may place on people, irrespective of the thoughts that we may have about people, irrespective of the opinions that we have, we need to understand that everyone belongs to God. Praise the Lord! It was only a fact or a matter of them maybe departing from His presence by doing what is not right. Hallelujah. But there is an opening that applies to everyone that says, return to me, return to me, return to me. Hallelujah. Thoughts and perceptions. Look, the challenge with the thoughts, praise the Lord, is that the thoughts are internal. Amen. As I am sitting here, as you are sitting there, you are basically thinking about different things. Praise the Lord. If you are not focusing on what I'm saying, chances are your mind is wandering, your mind is processing, your mind is busy, you know, looking at different subjects. And the danger with the thoughts is that they are quiet. But the moment they begin to come out through our actions, through our behavior, through our words, they are harmful. Praise the Lord. That's why I'm saying it's important for us to manage our thoughts. It is important for us to control our thoughts praise the Lord, because the moment we let our thoughts run wild, the moment we let our thoughts go uncontrolled, the moment we let our thoughts go unsupervised, then we end up speaking things that are evil. We end up speaking things that are hateful. We end up speaking things that cannot be taken back. Praise the Lord. And the excuse that we mostly give is to say, I was angry. You made me angry. They made me angry. They got on my bad side. Hallelujah. But the the, the the point is thoughts, hallelujah, before they manifest, thoughts before they lead into an action. They were basically entertained in the mind. Praise the Lord. This is why the opening statement I was saying the mind is a very powerful tool. But like all powerful things, they need to be controlled. You need to watch out. Praise the Lord. A nuclear weapon is powerful, but it has to be controlled. A gun, you know, a firearm is so powerful, but it has to be controlled. A knife is powerful because it can cut, but it has to be controlled. A motor vehicle, a car or a truck, a lorry is so powerful, but it has to be controlled. An airplane is so strong and powerful, but it has to be controlled. Hallelujah. Electricity is so dangerous, powerful, but it has to be controlled. Water is so strong and powerful, but it has to be controlled. So anything and everything in life that is a powerful and strong needs to be managed, needs to be controlled. Praise the Lord. So you and I need to manage our thoughts. We need to get to a place, a position where our thoughts are in check, where we make sure we, 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 we look at the thoughts carefully. We think carefully before we react. before we. Th- this is why there is a saying that think before you speak or think before you talk. Hallelujah. But the challenge is most of us rush to speak because we say we cannot hold ourselves. Most of us rush to speak because we say that that's who I am. I am straight and direct. Now, listen, it is good to be direct. It is good to be straight, but you have to think about how you are saying what you are saying. You have to think about the next step. You have to think about the consequences. Praise the Lord. There are many people today who are rushed to speak, who are rushed to say things, who are rushed to act before taking the time to think. And these are people who are basically breaking relationships. These are people who basically cannot keep a relationship. These are people who are constantly fighting with others. These are people whom, in their own families with their siblings or their loved ones, they are constantly arguing. Why? Because they do not take time to think about their actions. They don't take time to think about what they're about to do next. Thoughts and perceptions, hallelujah. Thoughts and perceptions. And as you read on, in verse number 8, it is important. All right? Isaiah chapter 55, verse number 8. The Bible reads, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Now, let me explain a little bit. For us as servants of God, all right? Pastors, whether you are an apostle, whether you are a prophet, whether you are an evangelist, whether you are a teacher of the word, whether you are an elder, Your thoughts, my thoughts, can never be the thoughts of God. Hallelujah. We get carried away most of the times as servants of God, thinking that we know what God is thinking. Hallelujah. We get so used to the word of God, We get so used to our spiritual lives. We get so used to preaching the gospel. We get so used to teaching the gospel. We get so used to people giving us respect. We get so used to people calling us men and women of God. We get so used to people calling us powerful that we think we are in line with the thoughts of God. But I want you to understand that the Bible is saying through the book of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, God is speaking here himself. Hallelujah. And he is saying, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. So as you are there thinking about someone, as you are there thinking about uh, a group, as you are there thinking about society, as you are there thinking about the word, as you are there thinking about any subject in life, um, never be cheated. Those thoughts are not the thoughts that God has. Hallelujah. God is saying that even though I have created you in my own image, even though I have created you in my own likeness, even though you are carrying my DNA, even though I have inscribed your name in the palm of my hand, Even though you are the apple of my eye, even though you are caring everything about God, understand that your thoughts are not the thoughts of the Father. There is a clear distinction. There is a clear demarcation. There is a clear difference between you and the Father. Hallelujah. This is why the Father can give life, but you cannot give life. Hallelujah. You are thinking giving birth, you are giving life, but you are only a carrier. God has only entrusted you. Hallelujah, that you can produce life. But you are not the giver, you are not the originator of that life. Praise the Lord. God is the one who is responsible from the time that, you know, the male and the female come together, from the time that the sperm swims to the egg, from the time that the ovulation and the fertilization takes place, from the time that the embryo begins to form, to the time that the child begins to develop inside of the the mother's womb, up until the moment the mother releases the child into the earth. God is the one who is responsible for all of that process. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? Never think that your thoughts are the thoughts of God. Never think that your imagination is the imagination of God. Hallelujah. Because most of the times we are busy thinking on behalf of God. And yet the Bible is saying that your thoughts are not my thoughts. And he says your ways. Hallelujah. Uh, um, uh, nor are my ways your ways. Hallelujah. So yes, you are kind. Yes, you are good. Yes, you are tolerant. Yes, you are patient. But I need you to understand that the ways of the Lord are the ways of the Lord. The ways of Jesus are the ways of Jesus. The ways of the Holy Spirit are the ways of the Holy Spirit. Your ways are your ways. Praise the Lord. There is a difference. Even if you are able to wake a miracle, even if you are able to pray for the dead and they come to life, even if you are able to pray for anyone that had a terminal illness and they are cured, even if you are able to pray for someone and they they are blessed with marriage, even if you are able to pray for someone who is in a dire financial situation and they recover, Hallelujah. The point remains, the ways of the Lord remains the ways of the Lord. The reason being, because the moment that our ways become one, then there is no no longer a need for God in our life. If we think that our thoughts are the thoughts of God, then there is no need for us to respect him. If we think that our ways match his ways, that they are the same, then we, we no longer need him in our life. But when we realize that our ways have a certain shortfall, our ways have got a certain ending, our ways have got a certain limitation, hallelujah, where we need God, we need Jehovah, we need the Spirit, we need the Father, we need His help, we need Him to hold our hand, then we are able to respect Him, we are able to trust Him, and we are able to rely on Him, hallelujah. A child is dependent on its parents, praise the Lord. And this child knows that without the parent's it cannot survive and this is why a child is a hundred percent dependent on the mother the father but as the child is growing you see that the child will slowly become independent they will slowly become less dependent on the parents hallelujah and if the parents let go of the child too early it can be detrimental to the child it can be harmful to the child praise the lord this is why you hear parents saying to children who are old who are parents themselves, that you will always remain my baby. You will always remain my child. I will always advise you. And only if this child is smart enough to understand that irrespective of how old they may be, they will always need the mother, then they will continue you know, benefiting or enjoying the benefits, the fruits of having the advice of parents. Hallelujah. So you and I must realize that even though you are called like me, even though you are a pastor, even though you are a leader and elder, even though you have been trusted to be a mother or a father, understand that you are always going to need Jehovah. Hallelujah. Thoughts and perceptions. Thoughts and perceptions. And as you read on, the Bible says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. As the heavens is higher than the earth, as there is a difference, as there is a distance between the heavens and the earth, God is saying that is the difference between our thoughts. That is the difference between our ways. That is the difference between our perceptions. That is the difference between our opinions. Hallelujah. Your opinion is limited. Limited. Your thoughts are limited, your ways are limited, but God is making a declaration that mine are unlimited, praise God. This is why a situation that people said was impossible, God makes it to be possible. Why? He is a limitless father, thoughts and perceptions. Hallelujah. Thoughts and perceptions. Now, you look at verse number um, Verse number 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not pretend to be void, but it shall accomplish that I please. And it shall prosper in the thing where I sent it. Listen carefully. Hallelujah. Today, there is a statement called free will. I said this um, the previous Sundays. This is a statement that is getting a lot of children of God into trouble. Free will. This is a statement that is getting a lot of believers into trouble. Free will. This is a statement that a lot of believers are saying it is alright if I go ahead and sin because I am free to do what I please. It is okay for me to go ahead and say what I want because I have got free will. It is okay for me to go and think what I want and perceive what I want because I have got free will. But I want you to understand that there is, I, I, I ministered on this message um, a couple of months ago about um, responsibility, all right? That there is responsibility when you are in a position, hallelujah, that when you are regarded as a hero, you have got so much responsibility. So for, for God to give you a mind that is sharp, for God to give you a mind that is powerful, where you can imagine and create things in your mind so many things with it is responsibility praise the lord meaning before you speak before you act before you do make sure that you have thought carefully on the consequences of what you are about to do thoughts and perception today we are running wild with our thoughts praise the lord and we are imagining terrible things about servants of god today we are running wild with our thoughts and we are imagining terrible things about our brothers and sisters. Today we are letting our thoughts run wild that we are imagining terrible things about our uh, you know the, 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 the um, friends of our wives, friends of our husbands, um, our colleagues. Hallelujah. Our neighbors, we are letting our thoughts run wild that we have begun to think things that are so bad about other people. And our justification is to say it is in my mind, therefore it is okay. But I want to warn you that remember, if you cannot control your thoughts, if you cannot control your mind, there is a moment in your life that these thoughts and imaginations are going to come out. One way or another, they are going to come out. Praise the Lord. Listen, when two people are arguing, when two people are fighting, when two people are not getting along, praise the Lord, when it reaches to a boiling point where they begin to say things about one another, and these things that they happen to say are nasty, know that they are not just spoken in the moment, but rather they were thought of in the mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have heard many people make an excuse that I was drunk, that's why I said what I said, or I did what I did. Others will come and say I was angry, that's why I said what I said, or I did what I did. But I am here to say to you that when we are speaking about thoughts and perceptions, these are um, imaginations, these are ideas that were preconceived, these are ideas that were thought about. Hallelujah. It is not like a reflex reaction. Praise the Lord. It is different to self defense, where someone is defending themselves and they happen to harm someone else. Hallelujah. And they were provoked and they harm someone. That even a court will rule a self defense. But if you look at most things in life, you discover that they are the subject of thoughts, they are the subjects of perceptions. Hallelujah. What we perceive, how we perceive others, that's how we are going to treat them. You will find that the Europeans mostly will perceive Africans as poor, they will perceive Africans as unable, they will perceive Africans as incapable, they will perceive Africans as inferior. And that's exactly how they treat them. At times they may not mean to do it, but because they have entertained it in the mind for so long, because they have been perceiving it for so long, what happens? They end up acting it. Praise the Lord. So today I want to say to you and I that watch your thoughts. Guard your thoughts. Watch your perceptions. Guard your perceptions. What perception do you have about the church? What perception do you have about preachers? What perception do you have about people of color? What perception do you have about, you know, people of different race? What perception do you have about people of different gender? What perception do you have about choice or decisions? What perception do you have about, you know, actions? Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is you need to be careful. Take a moment, sit down and reflect and say, what am I entertaining in my mind? What am I entertaining in my thoughts? Hallelujah. We need to be responsible. Praise the Lord. Thoughts and perceptions. Thoughts and perceptions. Praise the Lord thoughts and the perceptions. Hallelujah. Listen, I I want to share something with you here. Right? I want to share something with you. I want to share something with you. Now listen, listen to this statement. The mind is a maze. All right. Now the maze, I'm referring to a complex network or a complex configuration more like a labyrinth, all right? So the mind is like a maze. It is a very complex place that has different paths, different directions, different routes, so many things in the mind, hallelujah, so many options. And if you don't gain control of it, you can easily lose it. This is an important statement. I am saying the mind can be likened or compared to a maze. The mind can be likened or compared to a labyrinth. The mind can be likened or compared to a very difficult or complex puzzle that if you don't gain control, you will easily lose it. You have heard of people who have lost their mind. Hallelujah. Now, when you say you have lost your mind, what we are simply saying or what we are simply alluding to is that you have lost control of your mind. When someone makes a statement to say you have lost your marbles, it means you have lost control of your thoughts you have lost control of your brain hallelujah now what am i saying thoughts and perception can only be understood once you gain control of your mind once you gain control of your thoughts once you gain control of your ideologies once you gain control of your opinions it is all right to have opinions, but get control, get a hold, get control of those opinions and be able to, to be in charge of those opinions. Don't let them run wild through your words. Don't let them run wild, wild through your, thought, uh, your actions or your deeds. Hallelujah. If, if, if you want to know, right, how a person is in their minds, simply look at the way they speak. Simply watch the way they behave. Because those two are the product of what their mind is all about. Hallelujah. When you are listening to someone speak, and when you are watching to someone behave, you know, their character, their personality, what they do, you can easily establish what is in the mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So thoughts and perceptions, we need to get hold of those. You see, this is a message that the Lord gave me. And um, you see, the importance of this message is that it is applicable to the church because the church has a strong perception about anyone out of the church. Hallelujah. The church has opinions about anyone that is not inside the church. The church has so many perceptions about people who worship in a different congregation thoughts, and perceptions. Hallelujah. Today, we are busy looking at other members, right? People who worship or who fellowship in a different congregation. We look at them with a different eye. We look at them with a different perspective because of how we perceive them, because of what we are thinking about them. Hallelujah. And the challenge is, we we are behaving in a manner that children of God should not be behaving because we are simply entertaining the wrong thoughts. We are simply entertaining the wrong perceptions. We are simply entertaining the wrong behaviors. We are simply entertaining the wrong attitude. We are letting our feelings run wild. Praise the Lord. We are all entitled to see, but what you see needs to be controlled. Praise the Lord. We are all entitled to smell. But what we smell needs to be controlled. We are all entitled to taste, but what you taste needs to be controlled. You are all entitled to hear or listen, but what you listen to, what you listen from, hallelujah, who you listen to needs to be controlled. You are all entitled to feeling. You can say you're feeling happy, you are feeling sad, you are feeling angry. Feelings are for everyone. But you need to control your feelings. You need to be at the top of your feelings. You need to take charge of your feelings. Hallelujah. Listen i was speaking to um someone you know i was encouraging and advising them and i said there is always an excuse right that i've heard from men boys who say i cannot help it you know i just have a strong urge towards women or towards girls now let me say to you that that feeling that urge is in every male every man hallelujah it is how god has created the male figure praise the lord that there is always an attraction Praise the Lord. Now, even though there is an attraction by a male figure or a man toward women, that does not mean that every woman you see, you have to have. That does not mean that every woman that you see, you want, you need to have them, you need to get them. That does not mean that every woman you see and you have got a feeling toward, you have to sleep with them. That does not mean that every woman that you see and you've got a feeling toward, you have to, you know, date them or ask them out. The same goes for females. Praise the Lord. There will always be a certain attraction from a woman to a man or a girl to a boy. That's how uh, we have been, uh, you know, engineered. That's how we have been put together. But when it comes to perceptions, when it comes to the feelings, it does not mean that every boy that you've got a feeling toward, every boy that you think you like, then you must sleep with or you must have. Praise the Lord. It does not mean that every married man that you see, every married man that you like, maybe you like how they speak, maybe you like how they look, maybe you like what they have, maybe you like how they carry themselves. That does not mean that you need to have them. This is what we are talking about, that our uh, thoughts and perceptions need to be controlled. Hallelujah. We need to reach a point where we are in charge, we are in control. Praise the Lord. There is an expectation by God, an expectation by the Lord Jesus Christ, an expectation by the Holy Spirit, an expectation, an expectation from the word of God, hallelujah, that we are to behave in a certain manner. And the only way that we can meet this expectation is when we have our thoughts and perceptions in check, is when we have our feelings in check. Praise be to God. Look at Romans. The book of romans chapter 12 romans chapter 12 i'll read verse number two and i'll be reading the Passion translation of the bible romans chapter 12 verse 2 the bible reads stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you ah you have heard a saying hallelujah where people say to you when you are in rome do as the romans do have you heard that they say when you are in Rome, do as the Romans do. That saying is dangerous. That saying is misleading. Praise the Lord, because what it is implying is that if you come across, if you come across men who are busy cheating on their wives, if you come across men who are busy sleeping with other women when they are married, then it is okay. Join them and do the same, because that's what the saying is saying. That when you are in Rome, do as the Romans do. It is saying that when you come across a group of women who are on a mission to go and sleep with married men, who are on a mission to go and steal or take a, a men from married men, uh, then it is okay for you to do the same. Hallelujah. But here the word of God is saying, stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me repeat, my, 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 I don't know if you are listening. Romans chapter 12, verse number two. Let me read again. It says, stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think, thoughts and perceptions. Ha, thoughts and perceptions. Let me say this to you. I am Malawian, all right? Both my parents are away from Malawi. I was born in Malawi, and then we emigrated to South Africa where I was raised. Praise the Lord. But even though I was raised in South Africa, there were certain and there are certain things, praise the Lord, that I do not take part of. Why? Because it is not part of who I am. There are certain things that I refrain from or I, I say no to because it is not part of who I am. Who I am is a Malawian, and certain things or practices do not um, 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 agree with who I am. And when we left South Africa for the Republic of Ireland, it is the same. There are certain practices in Ireland. One of them, let me tell you, there is a certain culture where if you go out or if you are at work, a gift that you are given is alcohol. Praise the Lord. You are given champagne, you are given wine, you are given uh, uh, um, a beer, you are given all sorts of of alcohol. It It is a culture in Ireland. Hallelujah. It is a norm for them. Praise the Lord. And when you go out for lunch, when you go out for dinner, when you go out for, for, for uh, maybe a Christmas party or any other gathering, it is normal for people to go into pubs. There are so many pubs. It is normal. But here the Word of God is saying uh, it does not mean that you are Tadala. If that's not who you are, if you find yourself in that place, uh, then channel your energy on the inward path, on the inner man. Hallelujah. Channel your energy on the Word of God to guide you because you're out of your depth. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? I am not condemning anyone. But all I am saying is you have to make sure that whatever you are doing, whatever you are practicing is not based on those who are around you. It is not based on the culture around you, but it is based on who you are as a child of God. Hallelujah. Thoughts and perceptions. I left Ireland and um, um, now we are in Amsterdam, in Netherlands, hallelujah. And in Netherlands, there are so many culture, there are so many practices, there are so many behaviors, praise the Lord, in Amsterdam. Let me share this with you. Um, last month, praise the Lord, we had the MD that was leaving the company. And when we went out for um lunch, his farewell, there is a statement that was made by the finance manager. And he said, oh, no, tadala! Um, can we get you a, a beer or um, wine or anything to drink? I said, no, I would rather have juice or um um, um a, a soft drink. And he said, ah, you're shocked. And he said, ah, but how can it be? You know, it is our culture. It is our tradition that everyone that comes out needs to drink. Praise the Lord. And if I was one that is driven by the saying that goes to say, if you are in Rome, do as the Romans do, then I would have drunk on that occasion. Praise the Lord. But I stood to who I am. I stood to my beliefs. I stood to, you know, the personality, the culture, you know, everything that is about Tadala. I said, I'm I'm afraid to, to decline that. I am afraid to say, nope, I cannot. Who I am and what I am does not allow me to do that. So thank you for the offer, but I'll have to pass. Praise the Lord. Thoughts and perception. Now, be careful when you find yourself in a place that is not your home. Be careful when you find yourself in a place that is not your surrounding. Be careful when you find yourself among people whom you are not familiar with. Why? Because you can easily be driven into doing things that you do not do. Thoughts? and perceptions. And uh, Romans chapter, I I want you to mark it. If, If you are reading a hard copy Bible, mark it in your Bible. If you are reading an electronic Bible, highlight Romans chapter 12. Hallelujah. And if you can write it somewhere, keep Romans chapter 12 and keep reciting, keep meditating on it. Let me read one more time. Stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you. But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes or in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. If you walk into a ministry, And in this ministry, it happens that they are practicing things that are not in line with the word of God. Don't join them because you are in a church. Hallelujah. If you are in a place where maybe your spirit does not agree with a prophecy that is being told toward you, decline it because the word of God is saying you should not force yourself. You should not find yourself busy practicing the cultures around you, the behaviors around you. They are going to get you into trouble. I spoke last week and I said there is no telling when you're going to be um, 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 uh, when you're going to depart the earth. There is no telling when your life is going to 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 end on earth. Praise the Lord. Who knows it may end right after this message. Who knows it may end right after walking um, um from the church. Who knows it may end right after walking out of your you know your house. Who knows it may end while you just you know uh finish discussing or chatting with your friend. Hallelujah. Now I I would not wish anything like that to anyone, but it is a reality. That's what life is about. If we all knew our next day uh, state, if we all knew when we are going to depart, we. We'll We are going to act different. If we all knew when we are going to pass away or to die, we would all behave different. We would behave nicer. We would, you know, speak nicer to people. We would have nicer thoughts. We would help people. Hallelujah. Why? Because we know. But because we don't know, at times we get caught up in life that we forget about this. Hallelujah. So today I want to say to you that the thoughts and the perceptions are so important. Hallelujah. What you perceive about men might not be the truth about men. Hallelujah. Just because your perception of men is that men are dogs, it does not mean men are indeed dogs. Just because your perception on women is that women are prostitutes, that does not mean women are prostitutes. Just because your perception on marriage is that marriage is bad and terrible, it does not mean that it is so. Hallelujah. So you have to get hold and control your perception. If your perception about the relationships is that it ends in tears or in a heartbreak, it does not mean that is the truth about relationships. It is a mere perception that you have. You have to channel your energy toward the Word of God. You have to ask God to help. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to assist you and say, Lord, I am struggling about relationships. I am struggling about marriage. I am struggling about love. I am I am struggling about peace. I am struggling about offering. I am struggling about tithing. I am struggling about the church. I am struggling about the prophets. I am struggling about apostles. I am struggling about worshipers. I am struggling about the neighbors. I am struggling about friendship. I am struggling about academics or careers. I am struggling about businesses. Help me, Lord. What is it about these subjects that I need to know? thoughts and perceptions thoughts and perceptions hallelujah now this is what came strongly earlier um, to me about what is happening all right i have been asked this question so many times as a pastor as a friend and uh, because i'm a public figure i'm a pastor and there's responsibility that i have toward the people i have to share this that um people are asking me about the COVID 19 vaccine Hallelujah. So many people are afraid. So many people are terrified. So many people are scared that they don't know what to do. Hallelujah. And in the process of time or as things are happening, so many statements are coming from different people. People are speaking about dreams that they have had. People are speaking about maybe visions. People are speaking about maybe, you know, feelings. People are speaking about research. People are speaking about what they have heard. People are speaking about what they have seen. People are speaking about what they have read. But what I want to advise you is to say that if God has not communicated anything to you about this subject, then please do not discourage anyone. Hallelujah. Do not force anyone nor discourage anyone. If you are anti-vaccine, then do not force anyone also to be anti-vaccine. If you are for the vaccine, then do not force anyone to be for the vaccine. Hallelujah. Rather, let everyone make a decision on their own. Praise the Lord. Let every man seek the face of God. Let every man pray about the subject and ask for assistance from God. Hallelujah. Whether you are a born again child of God or not, You can still pray, and God's mercy is there for everyone. Hallelujah. So do not think that just because you have not yet given your life to Jesus, then maybe he won't hear you. That's not biblical. Hallelujah. You can pray and you hear you because if he won't hear you, then how else are you going to find salvation? Praise the Lord. So I want you to understand that um, this is a subject that is very, very crucial. So don't go on the social media. Don't go on your platforms and start posting messages to discourage or to force others into doing it. No, that's not godly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the same with the word of God. We don't force anyone to receive Jesus. We don't force anyone to be a Christian. We don't force anyone to pray. We don't force anyone to fast. We don't force anyone to have faith. No, what we do is with with love we teach. With love, we preach. With love, we we share. And in that process of sharing, of preaching, on teaching, the Holy Spirit takes over. Hallelujah. He convicts and makes people to decide, to make a decision that I am going to be for Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you can pursue someone for years. You can pursue someone for months. You can pursue someone for weeks. Hallelujah. Busy pushing them about the word, pushing them about the gospel. And believe me, it it will seem like the more you are doing, that is the more you're pushing them away. And even Jesus said, when it comes to the spiritual matters, yours is to preach, yours is to share, yours is to advise, and let the person make a decision. Whether they say yes or no, it has nothing to do with you. You have done your part if if you have shared the gospel. Hallelujah. So as I am here, I would like to advise that anyone that would like to give their life to Jesus, uh, I am available to lead you. Hallelujah. So get in touch. Send the message, let me know, and I'm going to pray with you. I am going to pray for you. I am going to lead you into prayer so that you can give your life to Jesus. But make no mistake, I will never force anyone. Make no mistake, the word will never force anyone. It will never push anyone. No, it is a conviction that will come from within once you open up. Praise the Lord. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for the word. I thank you Father that I have been teaching on the word, on a message, thoughts and perceptions. And we have read the book of Isaiah, we have read the book of um, Romans, and in the scriptures we have seen that your thoughts are far from our thoughts, your ways are higher than our thoughts, and and you are also saying, my Lord, that our opinions, our ideas, should not be based on those around us, but they should be based on the inward man, on the inward heart. Hallelujah! Where we transform ourselves by the reading of the word of God, we transform our mind by the reading of the word of God. We renew our mind by reading the word of God, so that you can guide us my father I thank you and I appreciate you I ask that father most of us are struggling in our minds we have got psychology problems we have got mental problems we have got ideology problems we have got trust issues we have got comfort issues we have got inferior complex issues we have got Lord uh, so many troubles from within I pray that God may you help us by the Holy Spirit Help us to change our thoughts. Help us to renew our thoughts. Help us to change our perceptions. Help us to change our ideas. Help us to change our opinions about others, about different subjects in life. Thank you, Father, that you are able to assist us by the Holy Spirit. I thank you and I bless you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I I have come to the end of the message that I had to share with you and once more the message was purely on thoughts and perceptions ideas opinions the five senses and i want you to take time and think about these things hallelujah don't rush your don't allow your temper to get the better of you pray to god so that you can learn how to control your temper pray to god so that you can learn how to control your words pray to god So that you can learn how to control your thoughts pray to god that you can learn how to control your um, perceptions about different subjects to control your opinions hallelujah now i want to wish you a lovely afternoon a blessed week and a blessed month of august enjoy and god lift you shalom